you right now sitting on the couch with your right. Cheetos and your and your cheesy puffs. Yeah. yeah. Can you do a pull up? No. <laughs> it's time to get up, son. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Steady Focused. Guys, I got to say of all the interviews and episodes I've done, I'm probably the most relaxed for this one. I'm excited. I got probably one of my favorite people that I regularly talk to, Mr. Ryan Graves. He's on the show with us today. Several things are awesome about Ryan. One, he's the director of patient experience at United Regional, where we both work. He's a blue belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. If you guys know anything, you know it's very difficult to move up in belts. Uh, he's a big guy like myself. So one of the things we commonly talk about is, uh, you know, food, our struggle with weight. Um, he loves to lift weights as well. He used to own his own gym. Uh, he's an RN. RN? Are you? Yeah, he's an RN. Um, and P.S., he's a preacher. So, um, guys, I, I'm just really excited for this episode so let's just get into it. We're going to kind of, hopefully, my plan is you guys are kind of like a, a fly on the wall for what Ryan and I do several times a week. Um, but anyway, help me give a big, steady, focused welcome to my friend, Mr. Ryan Graves. Thanks, brother. It's yeah. Good. It's good to be here, man. This place is awesome. I love it. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, it's awesome. Super yeah. cool vibe. Super yeah. cool. I love it. Makes me uh, uh, feel more intelligent already. Oh, yeah? Just walking in the okay. door. Yeah. Well, um, uh, I've got... Earlier today, we went over a list of like things we want to talk about and, and get into, but let's just kind of talk about what we normally kind of do. I'd say, hey, how's your journey going? Yeah. You know? That's such a cool thing that you say. And, and uh, you said uh, a very kind, several very kind things. So thank you for that. And, uh, you know, you said, uh, I'm one of your favorite people to talk to. Mm -hmm. Let me just say a wholehearted ditto to that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I love swinging by and uh, just checking in with Simeon. We, uh, uh, how we know each other a couple, maybe two years, not even probably a year and a half. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, we had a great connection right off the bat, just mm -hmm. loved your energy, your, your, you know, passion for life. And so made a great connection, had a lot of, a lot of stuff in common too. So man, I love getting to swing by and just visit with you. So, yeah, uh, that's cool. Uh, man. And, and that's a cool thing. You, you, it's something you always ask me. And every time I see you now, uh, you've always got positive things to say, but you say things mm -hmm. like, Hey, How's your journey? That's, yeah. that's that's really cool. That's a cool way to start a conversation. It, well, I love it, it. because your journey is you're on a quest to get to 225 pounds. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And previously you've been 300. Like yep. what was it? How long ago were you 300 pounds? Man, it was uh, beginning. Uh, yeah, end of 2016. I, I got I had a lot going on. Got sick and um, uh, kind of realized like, hey, I. I for the first time in my life, I realized I'm, I'm really unhealthy. You know, uh, actually had a had a couple of people give me some 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 real talk, some tough love, and go, "Hey, what, you're you're not healthy," and I was kind of in denial about that. And and uh, and you know, you just don't you slowly slowly again. I've always been healthy, naturally stayed you know pretty average, healthy, whatever. And uh, stepped on the scale uh, January when when most people probably step on the scale is January one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Twenty seventeen, I stepped on the scale and and. Uh, you know, it showed 300 pounds. And, and I'll tell you, mm. I, you know, uh, when I got married 12 years ago, I was 190, graduated high school, probably 180, 190, somewhere around that. It's kind of my natural place. I live majority of my adult life was 190. And so in, in a couple of years to go from 190 to 300, it's just like, wow, it, that was the, the moment it clicked for me is 
okay, you, you got to do something. You're, you're in your early thirties. Uh, you got wife and kids that, that need you and, and, uh, uh, other people, you know, we, we talk about this a good bit, but I wanted, wanted to be there for other people, be there for my family, be there for, for my, for my church and my friends and realize, man, uh, this is not this is not going well, and I got to make some, you know, major major changes. And that was yeah. for me. I was three hundred pounds, or knocking on the door of three hundred, not very long ago. And like we've both said it when we've talked to each other, you don't realize what it's. You know, I had no idea I looked like right, that. Right. But you know, I've got that big picture of myself printed out that I look at regularly, and uh, in my head, you know, I even I found a. I was giving my, I was doing a selfie, you know, when I was after the divorce and I'm dating, you know, kind of mm-hmm. going through this. And I remember in my mind when I took this picture, I was like, you know, you're looking pretty good. <laughs> and then I look at it now and I'm just like, dude, man, oh, you yeah. were suffering, man. You Struggles were, real, Simeon, man. you, you had it going on, but. No, we're, we're so good. And this could apply to uh, way more than, way more than, than just health and fitness, but we're, man, as humans, we're really good at self-deception, you know, mm. uh, at least I am. <laughs> and, totally. And, and so you, we can, especially guys and guys are worse at it, I think on in certain realms, but, uh, we look in the mirror and we can, you can kind of turn in the mirror and stand just right and yeah. suck in and you know, all the angles, right. And you're like, yeah, I don't look so bad. And, uh, you know, but then you see a picture, somebody tags you in or something. That's when you kind of get an idea. But it's like, oh, that's just a picture, pictures, yeah. you know. And uh, man, but looking back now, it's like, well, and I'm not even, you know, I'm nowhere mm. near where I want to be. But looking back on it, you're right. And I don't know, I'll, I'll, I'll send you. You've seen some of them, but I've got some pictures. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, you showed me your pictures, and and uh, it's it's pretty crazy. But right at, so I'm right at 70 pounds, six, six, so 68, 69 pounds. So down, I'm, down. Yep. I'm, so I'm calling it 70, about five or six more to go to kind of hit my original goal. I set for myself two years ago was I want to, I want to get to 225 and mm-hmm. see from there what, what next, if I'm, you know, mm. if I feel good there, if I'm healthy there, uh, then we'll, we'll see what's next, but, um, I'm almost there uh, slowly, but surely chipping away at it, you know, and it's dang, man, it was like. It's when you, I guess there's two sides to it or multiple sides, but there's the side of, you know, because I struggle with eating, you know, that's one of my things. And um, so then, you know, watching the weight get down to like 243 for me, and I was like, man, you know, feeling good. And even at that weight, not realizing how good I was doing. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, my weight's gone up to about 258. And Thankfully, I don't have that thought today. Like I'm back on the path, like mm-hmm. we talk about. But the path. you know, there's about two months that I'm just going through that phase again. I've lost faith in myself. I can't get back on the path. Oh my gosh! And it, and I remember before I got off the path, I, I was saying, you know, I would say it. Uh, this is going to be something I got to keep my eye on for the rest of my life. But mm-hmm. almost in the back of my mind, I was thinking. Um, for dude, you got you know it's oh it's over you know and let your I let my foot off the mm. gas for and then I remember thinking oh you know it's not that big of a deal I'm just gonna you know bulk up a little bit you know and this and that but it's hard yeah. it's so God you know I'm glad you said that because I said something a while ago and as soon as I said it I was like oh, I need to retract that 
well, I think I said, uh, I'm almost there. Mm. Well, when we we're talking, I said, Hey, uh -huh. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm six pounds from my goal. I'm almost there. That's a really wrong thing for me to say, to okay. say I'm almost there. Okay. Right. Cause I'm not almost there. I, okay. I'm almost to hit one goal, the first goal, Okay. but I'm never there because the <sighs> second, the second I think, Hey, I'm there, I can, I can just, you know, do whatever it's, it's not going to work. And, and again, I, I, I love, I love health and fitness, nutrition for a lot of reasons. But one of the big ones is I just think that it parallels life in general mm. so well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and this is one of those areas. It's like, I can never think I've arrived. I can never just go, Hey, I got it. I'm good. I'm done. Mm. Um, because the second I start thinking that, yeah, you know, well, well, the Bible says, you know, you're getting ready for a fall, right? If, you, mm -hmm. if you're, okay. you start getting prideful, you start thinking, I got it. You start thinking, I got it all figured out. That's when, you know, you're going to trip up. You're going to fall some, you know, you, 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 life mm -hmm. will humble you, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, I, I, what the mistake I've made so many times, anytime I tried uh, to, to lose weight in the past um, or, or just to get healthy in general, not, not necessarily weight loss, just health in general, uh, it, it was, it was, you know, on the bandwagon, off the bandwagon, on, yes. off, on, off, you know, on the path, on whatever the bus, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it was until I, I started looking at it, what you said a while ago is a journey, mm -hmm. right? I started okay. looking at it as, is not what can I do? Um, you know, most fitness things you read about are like, you know, 12 weeks, you know, three, 12 weeks oh, to, to six pack or three months to, you know, whatever. I started looking at it, uh, and I heard a quote that stuck with me. I don't remember who said it. If, uh, if we, if you know, let's give them credit. Yeah. I don't remember where I read it at, but it, it was, um, and I may not get it exactly right, but it was most people severely overestimate what they can do in a year, and severely underestimate what they can do in three. Mm. Um, and that I don't know why that just really hit me and stuck with me. And I thought, you know, it's I, I keep looking at twelve weeks, six months, even one year, like a one year goal. But what if I looked at this as is a three-year, four-year goal, mm. um, and and said I'm just going to slowly do something very sustainable and chip away at this, and not try to get results overnight, and 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 do it that way, and just kind of put it out of my head that I'm going to get these fast results. Yeah, make it a lifelong journey. That's it, and dude. and so when I started doing that. You know, I didn't see fast results. Nobody, and and I was kind of embarrassed to even tell anybody, like, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to lose some weight," because I felt like they would kind of almost laugh at me, like, "Oh, we've heard that before, right? Mm -hmm. You're on a diet, shocking." Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't even tell anybody. And and probably three or four months went by of just slowly losing a pound every week, every other week. You know, you know, thirty pounds down. Then people start going, "Hey, are, are you losing weight?" And mm -hmm. you know, inside you want to go, "Yeah." been losing weight for yeah. four months. Thanks yeah. for noticing, right, you know, it's right. 30, 40 pounds down, but Gosh. that's that slow, steady, you know, just steady yeah. focus, being steady slow, focus. slow that's and it, steady yeah. and, and making it a, you know, this, some lifestyle changes and, and making it sustainable, something that you can live with. Um, all the, so true. everything I've seen, all the research out there showing more and more that we don't have a, a as a culture, we don't have a weight loss problem. We have a weight maintenance problem. There it is. Say that again. We don't have a weight loss problem. We have a weight maintenance problem. So there it I, is. That I, is it. Yeah. How many people do you know that have lost 30 pounds? Everyone. Everybody. Right? Yes. Including, I've done it multiple times myself. I've myself? lost 30, 40 pounds, gain it back. 30, 40 pounds, yes. gain it so we know how to lose the weight, but we never can keep it off. Um, and that's, a, you said, across mm. our culture. 
Um, and, and there's a lot of things working against us in our culture today, yeah. right? And so um, it's finding something that is sustainable that I can do. And that looks different for everybody, mm-hmm. um, whether some, for some people, maybe that's low carb, for some people it's counting macros or it's, yeah, you name it, the diets are out there. Most of them can work, but which one is doable for you? Um, which one can you stick to that doesn't make you miserable that you can do day in and day out? You can do it while you're on vacation. You can stick to this while you're traveling. Yeah. That's, you know, uh, b- mm. and, and that's the hard part. And then yeah. it's what, when, what's the diet after the diet? So when I hit 22, 25, what then? Like, what am I going to do next? If I just go right back to my previous habits, mm. well, boy, my, my body's primed to put all that right back on, you know, in a so matter of months. What do you say? Ryan Graves is going to be watching this in a year, right? Right now, I believe you're in a, a let's say, a peak type of a condition. Like sure. you're 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 in, you're on the path. Sure. You're, you're, everything's fluid. Now, what do you say if in a year maybe you're you're going you're having a hard time? Um, maybe you're thinking about getting off the path. What would you say to Ryan one year from now? I would say Ryan. <laughs> Good to see you, first of all. Mm-hmm. I would say, uh, listen, son, get it together. Uh, you know this. Anybody can be awesome every once in a while. Anybody can be awesome sometimes. It takes an exceptional person to always be awesome. It takes an exceptional exceptional person to stick to your guns, stick to your principles, and do that consistently. And, and so if you're not being consistent right now, get back to being consistent. You'll be glad you did. Mm. That's what I would say. Be glad you did. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, hey, there you go, guys. Welcome to Ryan and Simeon's <laughs> weekly. You know, <laughs> this is what it is. This, <laughs> this is what we talk about. Uh, okay. Let's get into Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Well, I mean, how, yes. how'd you get into this? You've been doing it for a while. Uh, yeah. I, you know, uh, for anybody that knows anything about jiu-jitsu and you hear how long I've been doing it, you're like, he's just a blue belt. So uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I've been a f- big fan of it and interested in it since, uh, like many people, UFC won. So UFC oh, won wow. is okay. uh, back in back, way back in the day in the uh, when uh, Hoist Gracie uh, went in and, and took on these big killers in a cage, and uh, nobody expected this really small, uh, non-threatening looking guy to to beat everyone, and he did. And it was uh, the 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 Gracie family is who kind of put this on to prove Brazilian Jiu Jitsu was was amazing. And I remember uh, sitting in. Uh, I remember going. We uh, we rented uh, the first UFC one from Blockbuster. So that tells yes. you back in the yes. day, right okay. there. And I remember I was sitting on my grandpa's uh, living room floor watching that. As I was very young, I mean, I couldn't tell you. Probably I was very young. And just being just mesmerized by this little guy doing this, and um, but at the time that no, the world really didn't know about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. There was nowhere in America really to train. You could California was a there was a few spots, but uh, I, I was just mesmerized by it. Well, fast forward a few years, probably ten years later, I'm uh, in in college in nursing school, and um, a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu studio academy, whatever you want to call it, opened up in the town I was living in, Victoria, Texas. And so I was like, signed up go. immediately. I'm, I'm interested in this. And man, after my first class, I just fell in love with it, kind of got obsessed mm. with it. I have a little bit of an obsessive personality. And so I uh, got obsessed with that and uh, just loved it. Started kind of doing some um, some tournament stuff. And um, it wasn't long after that I moved to Wichita Falls. And um, so I, I uh, 
well, I've been involved in jujitsu a long time. I've only trained in it for, uh, you know, actively trained in it for uh, a few years. So I've done about a year of training in South Texas. Fast forward to a year and a half, two years ago, um, Chris uh, opened up, uh, Chris uh, Lee, Christopher Lee, mm-hmm. uh, and his wife, Marcy Lee, opened up uh, jiu-jitsu school in Iowa Park. Uh, so shout out shout out to uh, those guys, uh, Fighting yes. Hawks Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. Uh, it's under Red River uh, BJJ out of Wichita Falls. Um, it's a, I guess, a, maybe a sister school, you would call it. Um, Christopher's, uh, uh, Christopher Lee and his wife, uh, Marcy, awesome, awesome people, opened up a school. So it was just a, that was a dream for me uh, to have a, mm. a local school. Um, and so immediately when I heard about it, I went over and checked them out. They were the real deal. And so I've been back active for um, about a year and a half, I guess, something like that. And I uh, love it. I, I don't get it. Yeah, I love it. I, so I've got a lot of other stuff going in life. I don't, I don't get to train nearly as much as I like, but I, you know, I, I feel like consistency trumps perfection, right? Okay. So yeah. I, I could say, well, I just can't train as much as I want, so I'm just not going to do it. Or I could say I'm going to get in there one day a week and learn everything I can one day a week. Mm-hmm. And so I've just I, I've made up my mind. I get in there one day a week, regardless of what else is going there on, is. and, and uh, s- slowly, consistently chipping away, at getting better, and and learning. It's, it's a ton of fun. If you anybody out there that's that's um, never done Brazilian jiu-jitsu or think you might be interested in it, I would, I would encourage you to take the plunge, um, and just try it out. It's, it's, uh, mm, I'm scared. So, <laughs> <laughs> I am. I mean, it's so, it's so fun. It, 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 so there's so many things I could talk, we could do a whole podcast on, on, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu or, or BJJ, but, um, it's just, there's a whole host of reasons. It, I know it's made me a better person. Um, Brazilian jiu-jitsu has definitely made me a better person and, and, um, it's kind of weird. I say this to, to people that are interested in getting their kids in it. I tell them like, look, if your kid's a bully, he needs Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And if your kid's getting bullied, he needs Brazilian mm, jiu-jitsu because if he's ways. the bully, he's going to get in there and he's going to get humbled real quick. And he's uh-huh. going to realize he's not as tough as he thinks he is. And he's going to learn respect for others. And he's going to learn to help others um, or he's going to suffer. And and same thing, if your kid's getting bullied, he's going to get in there and learn how to how to not be afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, th- there's that component um, of it as well, the camaraderie. It, it's so it's so crazy how you can build such close connections um, with people in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I mean, the, the, I bet. The, yeah, you're in your personal right. space. Right, I mean, it's right yeah. there. You can yeah. take somebody; it's a total stranger, and after an hour class, you you're like, you know close friends with them. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's guys that I trained with a decade ago that I haven't talked to since then, but I could call them up today and, and we, they would remember me and I, we would be able to talk like we were old friends just because you, you build that camaraderie really quickly. Um, so there's, there's that. What is success? How do you define that? What does it mean to you? In Brazilian jiu-jitsu or just in general? Just in general. In, general. in life, yeah. in your life. Wow. Uh, I would say... Success for me in life um, would be being exactly in uh, the will of God, whatever God wants, um, which I, when you get into specifics, I don't always know the specific will of God, but in general, I can tell you in general what he wants. If you're in the will of God, so there's there's certain things God loves. God loves people, right? He loves people. Um, and uh, if if I love him, then I care. I love what he loves. So, so success is, um, loving people, being in love with God, loving people, being there for other people, serving other people, um, living an others focused life versus a self-focused life. Um, leaving your mark 
making a difference. Um, I, I guess that would be, that's, that's a bunch of words to say what I think success is, but I, I think that's it would be, um, doing what God wants you to do, which is loving him, loving other people and, uh, and, and being there for other people, you know, whether that's hmm. going. So let, let me ask you this. Um, you let's, there's a person out there that's listening. They have desire to be a success but they can't put together or they're unwilling to put together um, these chain of consistent actions sure. to get there. Sure. Maybe they've lost faith in themselves, which I've been there before. Same. Uh, so what, what do you say to them? I, I would say um, start small. And, and what I mean by that is and I've been there so many times. I, I just in self-reflection before I came up here, I kind of flipped through. I, I've done some journaling um, over the past few years. And I was just kind of flipping through my journal, looking at when I started a few years ago saying, hey, I really want to, I want to, I want to, I want to be different. I want to continue to just be in a rut and do the same mm-hmm. things over and over again. I want to be different. I want to be uh, uh, the best husband I can be, the best dad I can be. I want to be there for my friends and for my family, for my church. I, and I want to be healthy and I want to, I want to, I want to do these things. And, and I, and I realized, um, my life's out of control is chaos. I can't, I, I can't keep up with all that I need to keep up with. And, and, um, I, I read a, I read a book called Extreme Ownership. Mm. Um, I've mentioned that book to you by Jocko Willink, Jocko Willink, big, big fan, um, big fan of Jocko. And, um, he, some of his principles in there, the biggest one is discipline equals freedom. And, and uh, a concept I started hearing, not just from Jocko, but from other people, and I decided to implement that in my life was, I'm going to be disciplined in the small things. And this could look like as something as simple as, hey, my, my fi- maybe my finances are, are totally out of control. Maybe my relationship is totally out of, messed up and, and my job's not going well, whatever. But what are, what are the things that to this morning, today, I could, I could control and do right? Okay, well, I could, I could get up and make my bed. Mm-hmm. Right. I could, mm-hmm. I could, maybe I could get up 10 minutes early. Mm-hmm. So I have a couple minutes to maybe, uh, spend some time with God or in devotion or just get my thoughts together. I could make my bed, brush my teeth. I could fix my, fix my hair. Well, not, mm-hmm. I don't fix my hair nice, but <laughs> fix my hair nice, whatever. Um, I could eat a healthy breakfast, right? Those are things that are all very simple that I could control that I could do. Um, and, and I would start there and say, I'm going to, I'm going to get up and do these simple things and you'll be shocked when you start your day off by doing a couple of simple things right, mm-hmm. that you want to do some other things right. And mm-hmm. then you slowly, once you've got, you know, it's like, hey, I make my bed every, I know that sounds so juvenile, yeah. but I made my bed this morning um, and my room looks nice and neat before I left. That's one thing that I could say I, I did today yeah. that showed some discipline. And then you just build on that. Mm. You it's build the on small, that. incremental, consistent, That's repeated actions. That's like uh, James Clear talks about in his book, Atomic Habits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just the the small adjustments, the small changes, consistently over time equate to massive That's results. That's it. But there's that little monster inside of me that's screaming, even when I know that's the truth. Yeah. It's like, dude, you are where you are. Except I'm like, I know the steps. Accept where I am. Acknowledge what do I want, you know. And then, but then there's a part of me that's like, while Part of my brain is saying, okay, this is reality. This is what you do. The other part is like the Tasmanian devil flipping out 
being like, I want that result right now, and you yeah. don't have it now, so you're less than X, Y, Z because you don't have it, and bah! And then it's yeah. just like, well, I'm just going to shut down. Yeah. So what do you do when that happens? Um, you know, well, one, it's great to have pe- some people that you can talk to, mm-hmm. right? So that's a huge thing is having the support system, right. having somebody that can They're go, like, listen, uh, son, that, get it together. Yeah. Right, like, um, slap them in the face. Tough love, like, right? Come on. Um, I think that comes back to motivation versus discipline. Um, <sighs> motivation is so fickle, man. It, you can be super motivated um, one day and have no motivation the next day. And if we're relying on motivation, relying on thoughts and emotion, um, we'll be a hot mess. You know, you'll never get anything done if I'm if I'm run by my emotions. If I'm run because mm. emotions are fickle, go. man. Emotions change moment to moment, much less day to day, right? Um, so that's where you have to have and I, you have to have discipline. I'm okay. I'm, I love motivation. I love it when I am motivated. That's right. great. I'm going to ride that motivation wave. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's just as many moments where I'm not motivated. And that's where I have to go, okay, you're not motivated. You don't want to do it. Your mind is telling you all these other things. This is where you have to have your discipline to do the right thing regardless. Mm-hmm. Just do the next right thing. When I'm overwhelmed, I don't know what to do. Well, what's the next right thing? Well, I don't know how I'm going to eat healthy all day today, or I don't have the budget to do this, or or I don't know how I'm going to handle this meeting at work. Um, and it's you know it's six a.m. Well, what's the next right thing? Well, the next right thing is I'm gonna um, I'm mm-hmm. gonna try to eat a healthy breakfast. Yeah, and I'm mm-hmm. using healthy oh, that's breakfast great. as one Go example of a thousand. Right. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be kind to my family this morning. Yeah. Right. Or, yeah. or I'm in the middle of blowing up on my wife or girlfriend or son or coworker. The next right thing is take a breath. Yeah. Or yeah. beating ourselves down. I love that. The next right thing. Yeah. What's the next right thing? Take that next step. Um, and and because this man, life is a it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint, right? Mm. And and I, I keep I know I keep going Bible here. That's part no, of who, that. that part that's of what I, I love, dude. For reals, because um, a lot of us listening out there, myself included, um, we have absorbed a lot of information from people like Jocko or Joe Rogan, or uh, Chase Jarvis, or Tim Ferriss, or uh, Gary Vee, or a lot of these major people who are examining the human nature, the human personality, Mm -hmm. conflicts, and then coming to epiphanies and realizations Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. mankind. But I love that you are so knowledgeable and rooted in the Bible. And so you can compare it like, oh, well... Yeah, God talked. You know. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's awesome. I, I see so many people um, today coming to uh, the same realizations um, through a totally different method that are biblical truths that mm-hmm. have been there for for a long, long time. Um, one of my fa- the one one of the ones I laugh at a lot is fasting. Mm-hmm. Like fasting's become a huge fad in today's fitness world. Well, fasting's biblical, you know, uh, it's uh, in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says, when you fast, he didn't say if, he's like, he tells his people, it's a part of being a Christian is you should fast. Um, and so now we're seeing now, nowadays people are talking about, you know, fasting. I could take two of the guys you named Joe Rogan, huge mm-hmm. into fasting, Jocko, yeah. huge into fasting. Yeah. It's a biblical thing. Um, but they're coming at it from, from a totally different perspective, but they're going, it makes me feel good. When go. I fast, I feel good. Um, Meditation is a huge thing in the world today, right? It's a huge thing. Every, you know, everybody from whether believer, not believer, whatever, they're going, man, you got to meditate. If you're not meditating, you're missing out. Mm-hmm. Well, 
meditation is a, is a form of prayer. Oh, yes. I, I believe I believe in prayer over meditation. I'll, I'll say that, but basically, it's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I was I was they're focusing I, their mind on some, right on some, on something right something, taking a yeah. moment. And I was I was actually laughing. Um, I, I think it might have been Joe. It was a famous person. It might maybe Joe Rogan. Somebody said, "Hey, what does your meditation look like?" And if you know anything about Joe Rogan, he's he's not a, a Christian, not a believer. I think this was him, but he goes, "Well, I sit down and I clear my mind." And then I just start thinking of all the things I'm thankful for. Right. And I'm laughing. I'm like, dude, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, praying. you're praying. You're trying yeah. to, you know, and he's, he doesn't believe in God, but he's trying to replace that. You know, he's trying to find ways, in my, in my opinion, mm-hmm. trying to find ways to replace that. And I'm, and I'm like, man, it's right there in front of you. You're all these things that you're doing are they're they're in the Bible there. Um, and, and so, I mean, it, it's, it's cool and maybe maddening. I don't know that people are coming to these realizations through a whole nother, another means when I'm like, Hey, the key, the, the keys to fulfillment, happiness, joy, all that stuff, man, it's, it's there mm. in the Bible. And, and, uh, we can try to make up other ways around it, but we got the instruction manual right in front of us. And, and I've, I'm, I'll be the first to tell you, I've strayed from that instruction manual many times, but I get back to my, the roots in there, those, those timeless principles, um, man, they, they, you want to find fulfillment and joy. And that was the point I was going to make earlier about, um, uh, it's not a, it's not a sprint. You know, it's uh, this life is not a sprint. Um, all throughout the Bible, I, I couldn't even quote all the scriptures, but so many times through the Bible, you hear, um, and so and so walked with God. Um, I never said they ran with God. They straight was they walked with God. They just kept putting one foot in front of the other, mm-hmm. doing the next right thing. You mm-hmm. know, um, so it's a walk. It, it's um, and and when you think about like a walk with God, that doesn't sound very exciting. Doesn't sound very fun, but. You, it's pretty hard to sprint across the country. You mm-hmm. can't, but you mm-hmm. people have walked across the country. Mm-hmm. You know, you you can you can do that if you just keep doing the next right thing, the next little step, um, controlling what's in your sphere of control. And here's the mm-hmm. thing: if you, yes. and this is another biblical principle here, but if you um, if you take care of what you what you can, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you can, if you'll do what you can with what you've got, then then that'll grow. Um, that sphere of influence will absolutely grow. So maybe my sphere of influence right now, maybe at a minimum, all I could do is is make my bed and be nice to my family. I'm sure your influence, everybody out there is greater than that, but maybe that's all I could do. But if I'll do those two things really well, that sphere of influence will absolutely grow. Mm. Um, and if I'm on my job and it's like, man, I can't control anything here and, and you know, people... Um, love to hate, hate on their job or hate on their boss or, or whatever it is. Like, well, take ownership of everything that you can and do your best with everything that you can do. And your sphere of influence in your job will absolutely grow to where you can start to make some better changes, make the changes you want to see um, versus, you know, griping about them. So that applies to your job, health, family, whatever it is. It, it, it's all, all the ownership. I did for a while. I was, uh, I don't post much on Instagram anymore. Um, but for a while I was trying to kind of post regularly. And, and my thing every day was I would say something about, about exercise or fitness or whatever. And then I would put underneath it, not just talking about exercise. Mm. Cause I think, you know, it's, it yeah, all parallels. It yeah. To the, to the spiritual, to the, to the physical, to life in general, you know, mm-hmm. for sure. Hey man, it, it makes me think about, um, you know, there's some people when they hear the word God, potentially they just shut down. Sure. They don't want to. They don't sure. want to hear it. But man, it's like even like uh, reading the NA book. You know, they one of the first couple of steps is uh, 
turn your will over to a higher power, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and what your definition of God may be or your vision or mine may be different for someone else, but it's, there's great power in acknowledging there is a higher source of, yeah. of power. So, yeah. um, and, yeah. And most of what I see in our, you know, in our, our, you know, I'll, I'll you know, my, my belief, obviously, and you know this, mm-hmm. uh, anybody out there that knows me knows this, my belief is that, you know, in Jesus Christ is, yes, is, is one God, right? That's what absolutely. I believe. Um, but I, what I see in kind of, you know, general secular society uh, is uh, most, most people aren't um, nowadays that I talk to aren't atheists where they say there is no God. Mm-hmm. Most people in today's society have, are saying, yeah, there's something, mm. right? There's something out there, and 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 because it's hard to deny, right, that there is a higher power, mm-hmm. um, and and a lot of people, and, and and many of them, unfortunately, for good reason, have have been hurt um, mm-hmm. by by somebody in the name of Christianity, or or they've seen um, terrible things done. Um, they've seen people be hypocritical and not be real, and, and all these things, and and I and I get all that. Um, but I think most people now, not everybody, I don't want to speak overgeneralized, but most people that I know will, will say, Hey, there's, there's, there's something, there mm-hmm. is a higher power, you know? Yeah. And, it, and it's, it's, it's in our DNA yeah. to believe that. I mean, it's in our DNA to know there's something, mm. uh, it's up to, it's up to us to decide what we, you know, what we believe. Um, and then, and then follow that. And I, and I, you know, as I said, I believe, you know, it's, it's Jesus and, and, yeah. uh, he's, he's looking out for me. Amen. For sure. So, uh, what what's some of your goals that that you've got going outside of? We know you've got a your physical weight goal. Um, what are what are some of your other goals you have right now? Yeah, so that's a think that's a great question, man. Because um, uh, a point I wanted to try to make is is um, we've talked a good bit about you know like fitness, uh, weight loss, etc. But that. How do I say this? If that is my life's purpose, is to lose weight, that's a pretty sad existence. <laughs> right there, you go. Right? My goal is to lose twenty pounds, and right. then I'm done. That's a sad I'm existence, done. right? That's not. Wow, I mean, that's, that's, that's a, true, dude. That if, is. If the highlight of my day is to go lift weights, mm. uh, that's a that's not a life Gosh, I want to live. That's. Um, I just want to. I want to park on that for a second. Simeon, how much of your life have you devoted to obsessing over your weight? I mean, really. Preach, man. Uh, how how much you. of your life have you? I would say a lot. How much have you beat yourself down over it, wasted such incredible energy over it? And then you, that's a great point you just made. Like, is that it? Is my goal in life to lose 10, 10 20 pounds? Is that your ultimate yeah. goal in life? No. Well, why in the world are you focusing all this energy? Yeah. 100 million percent on that. What if you took all that energy and you focused it on? Yeah. Great. Dude, I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. And that was, I mean, that was something I kind of had to, I've tried to lose weight before and never done it successfully um, long term in the past. And and I've gone about it a totally different way. And and part of it was the motivation behind it. And I, that's that's kind of what I'll maybe get at here is, is I kind of had this realization as like, you exactly, do I, is my goal to be the best person at working out? Because again, that's a terrible, like what, what does that do? Make me feel good in the gym for a few minutes because somebody sees me 
bench press or, you know, deadlift X amount of weight, you know, um, is my, is, is it to be, you know, the best at jujitsu? Is that my goal? And no, those, those things, um, are all means to an end. They serve something else, right? Jujitsu. I, I love it. It's a fun sport, but it, it serves my overall goal of being better. Uh, lifting weights, exercising, CrossFit, losing weight, all that serves the ultimate goal of, of being better. And so when I started this, um, uh, in 2017, I sat down, I, 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 in 2017, when I said, okay, I'm 300 pounds, I'm sick. I just, I got put in the hospital at the end of 2016. I got, I got so sick. I got put in the hospital at one point and just life was just out of control and it was ridiculous. And and I was like, all right, I got to change your, your slob. (laughs) You got to do something here. Negative self-talk, all that stuff. Um, I said, I sat down and I got a, I got a, a journal and I said, I'm going to write down what is the most important things in life to me. Cause what I realized is I was going all over the place. Um, where I was working really hard. I was not definitely not being lazy. I was working more hours than I'd ever worked. Um, both at, at, uh, church. There was a lot of amazing things going on through, through my church. Uh, shout out to Grace Church, by the mm-hmm. way, gracechurchip.com. There you go. Uh, yeah. Shameless plug. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but love, these are amazing people. Uh, gracechurchip.com, also on Facebook. I, I, we had amazing stuff going on in our church. Um, and, and I had just got promoted at work, uh, working at a, a great organization for a great leader. Um, and, uh, had actually been asked to take over a second department as an interim director and, and my life was out of control. I had a brand new kid. I had just had my first kid mm. and, and it was like, I'm spending, I'm working, uh, I'm working myself to death and I'm not producing any of the things I want to produce. I'm not getting any of the results I want to get. And, and I had this concept, somebody told me is that busyness doesn't equal productiveness. And that kind of hit me like a ton of bricks of like, hey, just being really busy and working hard does nothing for you if if it's not producing what you want it to produce in your life, mm. right? So I had to really sit down and go, what's important to me? What matters to me? What is my priorities here? And I, it, this took me a long time. I had to really sit there and write these things out. And I scratched them and rewrote them several times and got them in order. And I can tell you to this day, that order. And it, it started with... And in some of these, you kind of may go, that sounds off, but I'll, I'll walk you, I'll, I'll say what the order is and then I'll tell you why they ended up in that order. But number one on that list, as I sat down and, and, and worked through it, number one was relationship with, with God, right? Number one, that's got to be priority number one for me. And you're like, well, Ryan, you're married, you have kids. Why wouldn't, wouldn't your kids and your wife be number one? Um, the answers to that is for me is a, is a very resounding no. And it's because if I'm going to be the best husband that I can be, it got to start with me being right with God, it, it, with this guy being right, having my heart right, having my mind right. And if my mind's not right, if I don't, you know, the Bible says to, to, to love your wife like God loves his people, right? So I've got to have my relationship right with him. Then I'm going to be able to love my wife the way she's supposed to be loved, right? And be there for her. Same thing for my kids. If I'm going to be the dad that I'm supposed to be. I've got to look to him as my example, right? As my belief. And so I've got to have first and foremost, that relationship with God has got to be right. And at the time I can tell you when I started writing this list down, I was like, man, this, my relationship with God, I, I'm, I'm going to church and I'm not necessarily doing anything I shouldn't be doing. You know, I'm checking the boxes, but my relationship isn't there because I'm so busy. I'm not spending time in devotion, prayer, you know, in the word. 
And so then I moved on to number two. Uh, number two was my, my wife. I got to be right with my wife and I've got to have a, that's my second priority in life is to be right with, with her and have a good relationship. Um, and that comes before the kids because for me to, for, for the kids to, to have optimal uh, parents, for me to be an optimal dad, I got to be right with my wife, mm-hmm. right? So I got to be right with God. Then me and my wife got to be on the same page. I got to be a good husband, a loving husband, and then I can be a good dad. Um, and, and so that was party number three was kids. Um, party number four, so I've got to take care of my kids. And then party number four, once all those things are taken care of, if I'm right with God, I'm right with uh, my wife, I'm being the dad I'm supposed to be, I'm being the husband I'm supposed to be, then I want to, uh, I want to be there for, for others, for my church, right? For my, do, do the work that God wants done. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really easy. And what I had done in my life is I had replaced work for God, work for, for good things, right? Working for good things with a relationship with God, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's really easy to do. If you're not careful, you can replace doing good things, um, serving others, whatever, but replace that with, so so once I've got all those in order, then uh, my focus is is other people, right? My, my church family, ministering to people, helping people, loving other people, um, not at the sake, not at the cost of my family or my relationship with God, right? Then it's others. Then after that, um, so fifth on the list now would be my secular job, um, mm-hmm. you know, my, my work at the hospital. Um, and uh, th- th- I had to get that in order. And then when I got that in order, of these are the things that matter most to me. These are the things I realized the top three on there were uh, getting so little of my time, mm-hmm. right? The top three on there were getting so little of my time. Um, and, and then the, the, the next thing was, I can't do any of this stuff without being healthy. (laughs) When I looked at that, I'm like, hey, I can't do any of the things I need to do on this list if I'm sick and Mm -hmm. if I'm if I'm uh, if I'm overweight or if I if I'm not being healthy. Um, And so I kind of you know did the big rocks, little rocks. Yeah, in my mind is what yes, are the that's so important. I'm spending all this time every day with all the busyness that I'm not getting to the things that matter to me the most. And when that clicked for me, that the things that matter to me the most, I've got to put them first, and I've got to be healthy to do them. Mm-hmm. That became my motivation. That I, I don't care what it is, I've got to figure it. I've got to figure this, you know, diet thing. I've got to figure exercise yeah. out, whatever. And for me, the trick was, it, it, I went into this kicking and screaming. But the game changer for me was early mornings. You know, get up early, get some physical work in, yeah, get some spiritual work in, right? Get both of those things taken care of. Um, and I find if you can start the day like that, man, your day is just it's mm. a different kind of day, right? You win the day. You you touched on uh, big rocks, little rocks. Just in case anybody doesn't understand that or know what that term is, but that's about looking at your schedule of your life and the big the big rocks represent the things that are most important to you. There's not a whole lot of them that truly matter. Putting those into your schedule and then the little rocks are like all those little small things that just pop up that will take over our attention right. if we don't make time for, if we don't protect and keep those little rocks out. So you put the the big rocks first into the jar and then you can put all the little rocks around them. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, if you try and put the little rocks in the jar first, you can't fit right. the big rocks in there. There's no room. So yeah. I just spent, um, really, it was, it was kind of brainstorming and sitting on it for 
the good part of a week. And then I really laid it out over the weekend, but just really looked at my schedule because I've got things I want to accomplish. And I, you know, there's a lot on there. And the only way I'm going to be able to get it done is if I, if I'm organized with it. And so, yeah, I'd spend the, the weekend laying it out, put my big rocks down and then, uh, yeah, and it it involves waking up early four four thirty, and um, and that works that works for me. So, yeah. Matt, that that was motivational to me to see that. I lo- I loved how you did that. I think you're actually sending me that template because I was like, yeah. I saw that. I said, man, that's good. I, I really like that because it's real easy to kind of slowly veer off of that and realize you're over time you're letting some little rocks take over. A little yep. bit of laziness creeps in here. A little, you know, and you realize, man, I gotta I gotta I gotta get back on that. Yes. on that on that path. You know, and it was it for me. Um, Okay, I'll I'll put a link on the website. You guys can check it out. So it would be steadyfocused.com slash 83. So, yeah, slash 83. And all the pe- stuff that Ryan and I have talked about will be on there. And I'll put a link to this uh, template. But it helps me because not only am I looking at the 8 to 5 that's taken up by the day job, mm-hmm. but it's zoomed out even more and it goes from 4.30 till... 11 mm-hmm. every day and there's like whoa there's a lot of time in here that yeah. if i don't do something with this and make it meaningful it's gonna get filled with, yeah with that, crap man that's such a good phrase it, it will it will get filled mm-hmm. you know your, your your time controls you or you control your time yeah you've gotta take you gotta take control of that and go hey we love to say <laughs> so this is one of the things me and you talk about excuses are lies we tell ourselves to feel better Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a that statement hurts me every time. Um, and I, when I heard that statement, it was when I was making a bunch of excuses about why I didn't have time to work out, why I didn't have time to to pray, why I wasn't being there enough for my family. And I had all these excuses. They were pathetic. You know, it's like there's just not enough time, and you know, I'm too tired. Blah blah blah. And and then when I started when I heard that phrase, excuses are just lies you tell yourself to feel better. You know, rationalization. I started thinking about do do I really not have time? And I started looking at time where I was wasting in yeah. other places, yeah. um, whether that was sleep, sleeping. I'm not, which I'm not saying sleeping is wasted time. You need to sleep, obviously, um, but you probably don't need to sleep quite as much as you are sleeping. Mm-hmm. Not that's that's a generalization. I didn't need to. Um, I'm able to function great with with less sleep than I was sleeping before. I get better sleep now. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I get better sleep, but you know. Um, taking control of that, looking at how many hours there actually are in the day, um, and you have the time. Saying you don't have the time, that's a lie. If you're telling yourself that, if you're out there telling yourself you don't have the time, you are lying to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, tough love, you're lying to yourself. I, yeah. I was lying to myself. You have time. You got to make the time. You got to find the time. Yeah. You will make time for what's important and what exactly. matters. Exactly. There it is. Ryan, final thoughts, man. Um, it's been a great talk. And again, guys, we we do this pretty much <laughs> yes, yeah. several times a week. Yeah. But I've, I've been wanting Ryan to come on so we could record it and kind of let you guys get a vibe of, you know, it, it, it's usually a really good talk. So I know we'll have you back on the show for sure. But final yeah, man. thoughts? Man, what, I'm what, just, just honored, honored to be here, man. Honored to be here and, and uh, honored to get to hang out with you. And, and uh uh, one of our doctors said something one time that stuck in my mind. He said, you attract the kind of people you are, mm. you know? Uh, so I think it was no accident me and you uh, linked up and, and got to be friends and, and uh, have a lot in common. Lot, lot, you bring a lot of value to my life. So um, likewise, a lot, of, a lot of motivation. I love following your channel, following uh, what you're doing. And I know you got bright future ahead, man. So I'm just excited to be a part of it and uh, happy to happy to come on anytime, man. 
All right. If people want to reach out to you, how can they find you? Uh, so I'm on Facebook. Um, I don't, I'm not on social media a lot, but if you want to reach out, mm-hmm. I'll get it eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, is uh, Facebook. Uh, I think it's Ken, Ken, for my first name is Kendall. I think it's Kendall Ryan Graves on Facebook or Kendall R. Graves, maybe. And then uh, Instagram, it's K R Graves. Uh, so I do, I, if I, if I get online more, it's on, it'll be on Instagram and mm-hmm. I'll every once in a while, if I get something, the, something motivational, I'll try to post on Instagram. Uh, I don't post a ton there though, but, um, yeah, any of those places, of course you can come to, come to Grace Church. I'll be there, there uh, every, every Sunday at 11 and, uh, Wednesday at, uh, 7.30, be at Grace Church. Uh, and, uh, that's a good place to find me too. Uh, cool. on that website as well. And we'll put links to, to how you guys can get in touch with Ryan if you want to reach out to yeah, him love to hear from anybody yeah if i can and, help I'm, I'm there yeah and it, this is it he does this this is all the time so guys uh, what was your favorite part of the discussion i would love to know about it uh hit us up comment you know let us know what what was impactful for you and we can continue that discussion um, deeper and go further because what's the best way to learn to teach teach learn it goes back and forth back and forth so Definitely want to hear from you guys. So you guys want to check out any of the show notes, steadyfocused.com slash 83. You can um, pick all that up. While you're there, pick up a shirt, hat, you know, any of that good stuff because that that helps us keep doing this. Again, we're going to be rolling out a lot of cool stuff. It's going to happen. This is going to be a live thing. I just, I haven't, I haven't clicked it, haven't made it all work, but we're going to get that camera and these microphones tied into some sort of a computer. Nice. And then we're going to live be talking with people. Let's it's it. it's going to happen. It just hasn't happened yet. So there you go, guys. Um, yeah, let us know any questions you have. Until next time, I'm your host. I'm your number one, Mr. Simeon Hendricks. And this is Steady Focused. Cool, man. Nice, man. We did it. Good times. And we were recording the whole time. So that's always a good thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>